It's Friday. July 23rd, 2021. I can't believe it. We are pretty much more than halfway through the year, right? It's crazy. It's crazy. Something about being at this midway point, you know, the middle of July, there always seems to be a little bit of, a little bit more unrest, a little bit more chaos, instability. I don't know. It's just in my head or a pattern. I hope everybody is doing well this morning. I have come across a few articles and there are so many articles that I've come across. I don't have enough time to go through them all, but I'm going to try to do my best here. It's pretty early and uh, late, early, whatever you want to call it. And uh, I just wanted to go over a few things because, I don't know, I guess I feel they're relevant. It's been a while since I have recorded a message and I figured, you know what, maybe I could just do this really quick. I am tired though. It's been a long day. Alright, so what do we want to, what do we want to read this morning? Do we want to read about Fauci? Totally distorted. Oh, he's saying that Rand Paul, he's accusing Rand Paul of slander during Congressional Showdown. I have not watched the showdown, but he, Fauci, quote-unquote, said that Rand Paul totally distorted reality. Hmm. That sounds a little bit like gaslighting to me, Dr. Fauci. Um, But that's no surprise. That should come as no surprise there. So maybe I'll, I'll come back to that a little bit later. Uh, there's another article on transhumanism, immortality, anyone. I'm just going to pretty much pick the one that I'm in the mood to read now. And even though this one seems interesting, uh, transhumanism, yeah, a little bit of immortality there. But really, who would want immortality with all the bullshit that's going on in the world? Do you? I certainly fucking don't. Um, yeah, I mean, who the hell wants to live forever on this shithole earth? And I'm not saying that the earth in its essence <laughs> is a shithole, because the earth is a very beautiful place. It's just we, we human beings, this, this, this species, uh, we, we, we do quite a bit of damage. We do, we've done quite the bit of damage. So let's see what else. I'm gonna look, I just, hundreds of thousands have disappeared Inside China's largest detention center. Yeah, I, I think I'm feeling this one. I think I'm feeling this one. All right, let's hop in. So this article was published Thursday, yesterday, July 22nd, 2021. President Biden is ramping up pressure on Beijing over its alleged human rights abuses in Xi Xinjiang, which include, according to human rights groups, warehousing the Uyghur Muslims who populate the far western region in prisons that double as re-education centers. Re-education center, how about that? That That is a, a core <laughs> communism <laughs> concept right there. Re-education center. So Biden is ramping up pressure. Biden's not ramping up pressure on anybody. 
but the only pressure Biden's ramping up is on is on his diaper. Oh man, yeah, he's. I don't know what's going on there, but now now all of a sudden there are enemies. Hmm, that's I don't know. Just another page out of the out of the uh, graphic novel here. So according to human rights groups, blah blah blah, warehousing the U- Uyghur Muslims who populate the far western region in prisons that double as re-education centers. The CCP says. The Uyghurs, Uyghurs, and I've heard of this before, but I, listen, there's not enough time in the day for me to know all the details of everything that's going on in every fucking country. Uh, I just know that these people are just treated like shit from what I've I've heard. So, U- U- I just, I hate, I hate messing up this word. Uyghurs, U- Uyghurs are receiving job training under the generous supervision of the state. <laughs> The CCP says the Uyghurs are receiving job job training <laughs> in the prisons. Oh, good lord! Uh, under the generous supervision of the state, that's wonderful. More gaslighting there, right? But state, but while that excuse might fly in China's state-controlled press, thanks in part to President Trump, the U.S. no longer has illusions. Even President Biden has been forced to burnish his tough-on-China credentials by following through on his threats. Uh, This is all theater. This is all kabuki puppet theater. His latest round of Hong Kong-related sanctions and the international condemnation over Beijing's alleged role in organizing massive cyber attacks, including the infiltration of Microsoft Exchange, has greatly irritated Beijing. The fact that they... Rug pulled the DD IPO. I'm not even familiar with the fuck that's going on. What the hell is DD IPO? I, I like I said, not enough time in the day. Shows how serious China is about the about weaning its economy off American capital and markets while si- simultaneously propping up its own markets. So the problem is that they are explicitly interwoven. That is the issue. That has been the issue for a long time. So I don't know. They they could try to decouple from our dollar and you know our markets and this this and that. But they're they're fucking eyeballs deep in American debt. Oh, without a doubt. So uh, yeah, it's a symbiotic relationship. If if, if I've ever seen one before. Uh, so all right. So let's continue on as Biden pushes ahead with the crackdown much to the chagrin of those intelligent assets who partnered with Hunter Biden in that thinly veiled influence peddling operation, Beijing is apparently trying to convince the American public that claims of human rights abuses are overblown. <laughs> and the American public is so fucking stupid, they'll probably believe it. Oh, good lord. <laughs> For that reason, it appears, the Chinese authorities granted reporters from the Associated Press... This is what people do fucking wee hours in the morning. You know this shit? Motorcycles, everybody. These fucking people don't sleep. Sorry. For that reason, it appears, the Chinese authorities granted reporters from the Associated Press a guided tour of Yurumkui Number 3 Detention Center. I like it. Number 3. One of the biggest detention centers in the country. It's located in Dabamcheng, a city in Xinjiang. So China's Yurmi number three detention center. And it, it actually shows a map in this article here. Um, 
of the detention facility buildings and blah, blah, blah. It looks really cool. Uh, according to the AP, the detention center is one of the largest in China and possibly one of the largest in the world. It can hold an estimated 10,000 people. Wow. I wonder how many people are the U.S. prisons hold. I, I, I wouldn't think more than a couple of thousand. So, uh, <clears throat> the, so the one in China is possibly one of the largest in the world. It can hold an estimated 10,000 people and many, many more if they are crowded in. Like in American prisons, I wonder what's the maximum capacity in American prisons. Uh, the the largest America, it's probably somewhere in California. In California, I guess. I mean, I am guessing, somewhere in California, the compound itself is spread across two hundred twenty acres. That's wild. The AP is the first Western media outlet to be allowed inside, although the BBC and Reuters have reported from outside the facility. That China allowed Western journalists in suggests Beijing was trying to send a message that it wasn't trying to hide the program. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Oh, not only is it trying to send a message, this, this is this—they're trying to tell us our fucking future. See, the Western journalists are over in Beijing. Oh, oh, because they—they want to tell us like they're really not, you know, doing those people dirty with their re-education right yeah china's the good guy the generosity we're we're getting these people new jobs uh-huh and they invite western journalists over hmm i wonder that sounds like a really interesting part of the plot here oh man china allowed western journalists in suggest that beijing was trying to send a message oh yes more than one that it isn't trying to hide the program oh no it wants to flaunt it so that we can see our future this is our future, people. This is why they invited Western journalists over. Come see our detention center. Oh, I'm sorry, re-education center. We're going to get these people jobs. This is going to be fucking wonderful. It's not trying to hide the program, and it expects to, I don't know why the formatting on the screen, to continue locking up and, quote, re-education Uyghurs and presumably any other troublesome minorities for as long as it takes. Yeah, they're committed to that shit, 220 acres. And they have the manpower, too. They got the fucking drones. I mean, I'm sure. Look at that. That's a very interesting picture. China insists the campaign of imprisoning and terrorizing more than one million Uyghurs over the past four years is a, quote, war against terror. These people are Muslims. So they're, they're, um, their sin, their, their offense to the Chinese government is the fact that they had a, a different religion. Um, all very interesting. The campaign was preceded by a series of attacks organized by radical Uyghur separatists. The prisons, which according to China, double as vocational training centers, <laughs> soon followed. Beijing has made some changes after being confronted with international condemnation. Many Uyghurs have been released over the past year, but many others have simply been moved to prisons. China at first denied their existence and then, under heavy international criticism, said in 2019 that all the occupants had, quote, graduated. <laughs> but the AP's visit to Dabanchik, I'm so sorry, I'm slaughtering this whole thing this evening, uh, this morning. Satellite imagery interviews with experts and former detainees suggest that while many training centers, quote unquote, were indeed closed, some like this one were simply converted into prisons or pre-trial detention facilities. 
Many new facilities have also been built, including a new 85-acre detention center down the road from number three in Debanchang that went up over 2019, went up in, in 2019, satellite imagery shows. What did they do in China before we had our little, uh, our little lockdown? Can we go back? my early 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 podcast probably one of my well I've, I've unpublished quite a few uh but one of my really early ones I spoke about before they locked us down I spoke about what China was doing uh it could have been December 2019 it could have been January 2020 but at that time supposedly and again we never know because it's, there's such a thing as misinformation so we don't know for sure but they were building hospitals like crazy in anticipation or or just for whatever had happened who knows if it was disinformation but this is what was going on at that time because coronavirus you know the, the outbreak the spread they were so prepared for the shit to hit the fan they built 11 hospitals or was it three excuse me correction three hospitals in 11 days and they were makeshift hospitals granted um, a lot of them, I remember seeing some footage that supposedly that they were leaking from the roofs. It was just, you know, it was just put together very sloppily. But again, they built three hospitals in 11 days before we even had our lockdowns here. And what did, what did we do here? What did we do here when we started, when the quote-unquote pandemic started? They had all of these makeshift medical centers they brought the submarine over to New York, USS Comfort, Javits Center, which is, you know, they have like the fucking international car show. They turned that into an infirmary. They wanted the imagery to be much like that 1918 blah, blah, blah pandemic. I mean, they turned every fucking chair over and they put a goddamn stretcher a gurney on it. They wanted people to come. And a lot of these places stayed fairly empty but here's the thing the model the model was given to us months before by this very country that i'm reading to you about everything that this motherfucker fauci he goes to china and he gets advice from them and so here we're reading about re-education camps they're building a new one, you know, because they want to, they, they're training centers, right? And, uh, they want these people to, to, <laughs> to be re-educated. And if they leave, they leave, they either go to other prisons or it's because they've, they've graduated. And it is a quote, war against terror. That is the reason why they do this. You see, these are all buzzwords. These are all very important things that they're saying to us and they're demonstrating to us that we need to start paying attention to. Now, everybody talks about the FEMA camps, the FEMA camps, you know, the detention centers. But here, they're giving our quote-unquote leaders the guide, the green light. And uh, when it's going to come, if it's going to come this year, we'll see. We'll see if people go along with it. We'll see. Uh, well, once they fully, fully, fully infiltrate this government, anybody, anybody, and everybody who has an alternative viewpoint will be snatched up, and they'll, they'll be caught up, and they'll be snatched away. They have the manpower to do this. So, 
Okay, so where are we going here? Many Uyghurs were, have been imprisoned for the crime of attending a religious gathering. And you know what's funny? Or traveling abroad. And, and this is interesting that this is being mentioned here because there are actually, there's a place in, in New York or some places in New York that are really starting to, some organizations, New York Freedom Rally, uh, Worldwide Freedom Rally, these people are really starting to go out there and make their presence known regarding you know, these mandates, you know, forced forced and employer mandates and for, you know, all this bullshit that's been going on that I've been podcasting about for all these months. And there are actually people out there who really are trying to make themselves known. And one of the places where I was actually shocked to see it was at a church. I was like, oh shit, it was a pretty, it had some really good speakers. I didn't get to go. I said, oh, wow. Uh, and here, here's where people are being attacked. This, this, these churches, these religious organizations are supposed to be places of, of, of freedom, right? Where people can speak and gather. Uh, I think it was in Poland months ago, this gentleman, or was it Canada? Easter. He kicked them out. The, the, the police came and he kicked them out. But they came back for him. They did come back for him. And um, so here they're saying the Uyghurs were imprisoned for the crime of attending a religious gathering. Because God forbid ideas are shared right at these gatherings or for traveling abroad we're moving from a police state to a mass incarceration state hundreds of thousands of people have disappeared from the population byler said it is the it's the criminal it's the criminalization of normal behavior so this is who's byler all right did i i don't know i have, you know sometimes i read these articles who the fuck is byler though who's who's this person who i'm quoting here right now um Okay, I guess I read about Byler early on. Somebody go visit. Uh, was that what happened? <laughs> I can read these articles. Oh man. All right. So, oh, maybe one of the, one of the journalists could have been Byler. I don't know who the fuck Byler is. Okay, so let's say he's saying that it's the criminalization of normal behavior. During the April tour of Number Three in Debanchang, officials repeatedly distanced it. From the quote training centers that Beijing claims to have closed, there were no connections between our detention center and the training centers. Insisted, Yurunki Public Sur Security Bureau Director Zhao Zongwei. Sorry, I'm slaughtering this this evening. There's never been one around here. One of the reporters, Chinese minders, offered a telling comment. They also said that Number Three Center was proof of China's con commitment to rehabilitation. <laughs> I love it. And the rule of law with inmates provided hot meals, exercise, access to legal counsel. It sounds like a fucking dream. And televised classes lecturing them on their crimes. Oh my goodness. Re-education camp. <laughs> Rights are protected, officials say, and only lawbreakers need worry about detention. See, the BBC report said this was a re-education camp. It's not. It's not. It's a detention center, said Liu Chang, an official with the foreign ministry. However, a local contractor shared a dramatically different story with the AP. Records also show that Chinese conglomerate Hang Feng Information Technology won an $11 million contract for outfitting the Yurukmi Training Center a man who answered a number for Hang Feng confirmed that company had taken part in the construction of 
quote, the training center, but Hang Feng did not respond to further requests for comment. A former construction contractor who visited the Daba Chang facility in 2018 told the AP that it was the same as the Urukui Vocational Skills Education and Training Center, wow, and had been converted to a detention facility in 2019 as with the nameplate switched. So it started off as a Vocational Skills and Education Training Center, and then you became... They became detainees, oh lord, with the nameplates which he declined to be named for fear of retaliation against his family. All the former students inside became prisoners, wow. We can't help but point out, that's so crazy, and that's, that's just, oh. all the former students inside became prisoners. That says it all. That says it all right there. And, uh, I think what's going on in the public school system what has is, is about to transpire this year i mean it, it just it's a war for the minds of many people but mostly the children you know these students inside the system will become the ultimate prisoners many of us already are prisoners right but they they are being trained and re-educated very very young all right i got two more paragraphs here we can't help but point out that the description of the site doesn't sound like any school we have ever seen it's surrounded by a concrete wall with watchtowers and electric wire that's one hell of a school in one corner kind of reminds me it reminds me of a school i kind of went to <laughs> In one corner of the compound, the journalists could see mass inmates sitting in rigid formation. When the students consult with their lawyers in special rooms, they are strapped to their seats. Wow, I shouldn't be laughing about this, but this is a fucking mess right there. The students, they're not fucking students. Holy shit. The AP reported on documents showing some detainees were arrested for sharing religious texts. Such bullshit. It's like they pick on the religious people, you know. They really do because a lot of people who follow follow religion, they they're they're turning the other cheek type. They're not gonna go to war with these fucking bullies, and that's the problem. They love going after the religious people, making them, uh, how would you say, not martyrs per se, but making examples out of them. All right, so. Last sentence, AP reported on documents showing that some detainees were arrested for sharing religious texts or even just downloading a file-sharing application to their phones or simply, for simply just being deemed an untrustworthy person. Unreal. All in the name of fighting terrorists. And who are the real terrorists here? Who are the real terrorists? Unfucking real And that was hundreds of thousands have disappeared inside China's largest detention center. 220 acres, people. 220 acres. Sounds pretty wild. Um, yeah, I was going to read one more article. COVID propaganda, COVID propaganda roundup. Children's risk of COVID death. Two in one million. And uh, I think... He goes, I think there's a lot of videos on this, so it actually just goes over the rap videos for vaccination and how so stupid these things are. I guess all these remakes, all these rap versions to try to, I guess, to get the black community to raise their sleeves. It's like, really? Really, people? 
Um, so let's get to the study part. With all the vapid media figures pandering to children to hype the vaccines, one might assume, and he has vaccines in quotes, one might, one might assume COVID-19 is dangerous to them, which is absolutely not. Such naive assumptions would be predi predicated on the outdated concepts that, quote, public health authorities make decisions in the interest of public health via the BBC. Quote, researchers estimate that 25 deaths in a population of some 12 million children in England gives a broad overall mortality rate of 2 per million children. So only 2 children out of a million technically die from COVID. If at that, right? COVID in children in England, 251 children were admitted to the ICU from March 2020 to February 2021. 251 kids. I bet you more of them were admitted to the ICU for suicides and more were probably admitted to the ICU for drug overdoses or drownings or car accidents. I bet you, I bet you a lot more. One in 50,000 chance of a child being admitted to the ICU. 25 children and young people have died as a result of COVID-19. Two in a million absolute risk of death from COVID-19 in children. But yet they still want these kids to mask up and they want to inject your infants. In percentage terms, that's a point zero 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 two percent death rate, I think. I can't see all those zeros. There's a lot of zeros there. But yeah, that, that's, not, that's not high percentage. Despite statistics, majority of Democrats support mandatory vaccinations to schools. Here we fucking go. I hope you people burn. I hope all of you people burn. Seriously. Choke on your own vomit. Choke on your own spit. Choke on your own blood. I hope you all die a miserable, horrible death. Every single one of you. Every single one of you. Despite the above cited statistics, 56%. I See, I don't give a shit if you're Democrat, Republican. If this is what you want for children, you are from the devil. You are an evil fucking human being because the absolute relative risk, the risk of COVID is so minuscule compared to what is going to happen when you start injecting these children with this poison, these poisonous study interventions, which we know, we know 17 months of podcasting. I discovered these things and I read them on this podcast because I found out about what they really fucking have planned for people. To every one of you people, I don't give a shit, 56% big D Democrats, whatever this person wants to label it as, every single one of you, I hope you rot in hell. They support mandating vaccines for school children in a July 2021 poll. Death on you. Death on every single one of you. And something private Facebook group chronicles heartbreaking vax kills. White House demands greater censorship. I just got a little bit more here. Dementia in Chief Joseph Biden, who may or may not know what continent he is on at any given moment, told his compliant lapdog, excuse me, press corpse on July 16th that Facebook was literally, quote, killing people by allowing some modicum of free expression to remain on the platform. Listen to these fucking people. They are slithering fucking serpents. The worst, worst kind. And these are our fucking leaders. This shit, I didn't expect to read. This shit makes me sick. I gotta fucking go to sleep thinking about this now. Sorry, now you gotta start your day thinking about it. I'm just saying. 
I'm just saying. And, and I'm a couple of days late. Fine, he said it on the 16th and I'm butthurt about it now. Okay, fine. But still, the fact that this motherfucker has the fucking audacity. All of these assholes have the audacity to go behind the microphone day after day in front of the fucking camera day after day and spew this fucking nonsense at us and people just eat it up really really gets me angry it's not even fucking funny at this point I just get so pissed off so so this asshole says that Facebook and like who's on Facebook anymore but Facebook is killing people by allowing some modicum of free expression to remain on the platform. Jen Psaki, in Friday's press conference, explicitly demanded that Facebook institute greater censorship measures. Oh my God, this was last Friday. Quote, we are regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives. Dangerous to public health. Ha, huh. the false narrative. That remains active, active out there about COVID-19 vaccines causing infertility. <laughs> this bitch. The, it's funny because the false narrative comes from former CEOs of Pfizer themselves. This fucking bitch. Most people, most people don't even realize that. And we want to know that the social media platforms are taking steps to address it. Oh, and that is an example of the kind of information that we are flagging or facing. Mm. In an open-handed gaslighting slap, that, that's all these motherfuckers do, I'm telling you. And I've been saying this for a long time. This is nothing new. The government are nothing more than narcissistic fucking abusers. I've been saying this since the beginning. Since the beginning. And, and how do I recognize this from my own personal experience? Being a trauma survivor, I saw this shit right away what these motherfuckers were up to. And here we are. Here we are. The corporate media immediately went into action to assure Americans that Jen Psaki didn't actually say what she actually said. Quote, the government is merely suggesting that the platforms ban people who spread COVID-19 misinformation and is not requiring the platforms to do so which would violate the First Amendment. These fucking people don't give a shit about the First Amendment. They expect average Americans to believe that when Jen Psaki, the official voice of the head of the executive branch of the most powerful government in history, calls for shutting down unapproved voices, that's merely, quote, a suggestion and not, in fact, tantamount to state censorship in a society that guarantees freedom of speech as the first and primary right from which all other rights flow. What speech is the federal government and its corporate owners so intent on silencing? And they have a tweet here. Another example, among other examples, is this. And this is a woman who just mentioned she, her mom died a week after her second shot, her second vaccination shot. So that was either Pfizer or Moderna. Uh, she had a massive heart attack, blood clots in her brain, Jesus Christ, and fluid around her heart. She was preparing for her hip surgery and had just seen a cardiologist and given an EKG and a stress test prior to her vaccine. Wow. She was fine. Wow. There you go. That's that's quantitative proof right there. That's measurable. That is measurable. She was fine. I miss my mom so much and my dad still went through his second shot. Your dad's stupid. And I'm not even kidding. I can stick a magnet to it. Oh, that's why they got you, girl. That's why they got you. 
Now you you took it too far with the magnet. You're not supposed to tell everybody about that in the first shot. You had me hooked for a second. I have to look for the spot, but when I find it, the magnet sticks. That's so crazy. What is going on in this world? And then right underneath the Facebook has the COVID-19 vaccines through, go through many tests for safety and effectiveness. That's a little Facebook um, alert right under her comment. And uh, yeah, they're saying COVID-19 vaccines go through many tests for safety and effectiveness and are then monitored closely. That's the Facebook vaccine info um, little nugget. And then there was another, another, I guess this is more Facebook, something about dad in the hospital. Oh, this is too long. All right. So there are a lot of, a lot of personal stories of injury that people are posting on Facebook and basically, you know, <laughs> the federal government wants Facebook and all these, all these fucking social media companies to basically ban this misinformation. People's families are fucking dying and the government, the fucking federal government wants to call that shit misinformation. And they want Facebook, again, telling you what does this sound like here. We're being re-educated from afar. So let's just see what the end of this has to say here. Of course, the corporate, corporate media rebuttal will be one of the following or combination thereof. All of these people are trolls, probably Russian, probably paid. So anybody who has a family member who's died who's going to speak on social media is either a troll, Russian troll, and or their loved ones just incidentally died weeks, sometimes days or hours after receiving the vaccines. And or the deaths here are not representative of the population level. So all of these loved ones were worth sacrificing at the altar of public health for the greater good. <laughs> that is, if you want to make an omelet, you, you have to break some eggs. That's fucked up. So here's an honest takeaway you'll never ever hear from the corporate media. You were born free with a natural gift for discernment. Draw your own conclusions. That's basically it, right? But no, the government wants to be your big daddy and protect us from all that misinformation because we just don't know better to figure that out on our own. Oh, my goodness. Good Lord. What would I do? What would we do without big daddy government? What would we do? Not much. Probably just cower in fear. All right, people, I, I got I got shit to do, uh, which includes sleep. and uh, But hopefully everybody has a uh, wonderful day. Thank God it's Friday, TGIF. A wonderful weekend. And uh, try to enjoy the time for what it is and the summer for what it is here, up here in the United States. It is summer everywhere else. I know you guys got a lot of shit going on all over the country. But <sighs> try to take a moment out to enjoy some peace. Find some silence, silence, some solace, whatever the fuck, because, uh, you know, they got the detention centers. <laughs> the American media is already touring the detention centers, re-education camps up in China, so I'm pretty sure we'll be seeing some, some a major rollout soon. It's all, it is what it is, man. It's all part of the fucking show. Have a great day.